0: Everybody has a passion, but what if you could get paid to talk about your passion? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Alright, let me explain. First and foremost, it's free. There's tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. You can make money from your podcast even with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make a podcast in one singular location. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Prowl Report. I am your host, the Panther Guru. And I am your co-host, Malcolm. I don't have a cool
1: name yet like the Panther Guru, but I'm sure throughout our tenure here that We'll find one for me. <laughs> We're
0: big, 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 big Carolina Panthers fans. Um, Malcolm has a crazy story that he wanted to tell you guys about how he became a Panthers fan. But we think we'll probably get into that on another episode. With this first episode, we want to bring you all of the latest news and highlights and recap free agency and even give you our mock draft, the Prowl Mock Draft 1.0. Just because, you know, draft season is here, it's April, and it's time to get makin'. So, we have an exciting episode for you today and we thank you for joining us. This episode is brought to you by, because we can't forget to shout out our sponsors, this episode is brought to you by Gambix. If you need a website or you're trying to develop a mobile app on iOS or Android, then just Gambix it. Gambix is the premier IT solutions consulting and Graphic Design Creative Agency. And you can find them at www.gambixit.com. And that's gambixit.com. So if you have a website that you wanna build, you need a business card, a logo made, or you wanna design your very own mobile app, then gambixit. So let's get started today. Let's talk about some of the Panthers draft needs to go ahead and start up things. Uh, the Panthers have a lot of needs, of course, mainly across the interior defensive line, cornerback position, the linebacker position, of course, with the retirement of Luke Kuechly, cornerback because they lost James Bradbury to the Giants. We already know that Dave Gettleman would make sure that he poached him. Um, safety, and uh, according to the Draft Network, quarterback. However, I don't feel like we need a quarterback.
1: Yeah, um, uh, Sorry. I was also thinking about, you know, how he traded Greg Olson over there to Seattle.
0: But every quarterback... Well, we lost since, him in free agency. We, we cut him. Yes. Yes. Thank you for the correction. My bad. But, <laughs>
1: you know, what I want to say, we do need a new tight end. If you think about every quarterback in the NFL, they always have a tight end best friend. So, Teddy's out here looking for a best friend. We don't want Teddy throwing into an imaginary best friend and us throwing interceptions. So I do think – I'm not sure if our first draft pick will be a tight end, but sometime down we, we will get a tight end. However, I do think one of our first draft picks will actually be an offensive lineman. Uh, I think we'll go inside interior like a guard. I'm thinking about um, someone that may be their uh, Matt Hennessy. He's a junior at Temple. And I think that would be a great addition to our offensive line, being that we are, let's just say it, we're we're rebuilding our offensive line. And I think that would be definitely be healthy uh for our first pick. And also another first pick um option for us, I think would also be a good wide receiver, a reliable wide receiver. Uh and that's what we need because we're gonna be on that field for a long time. And the reason why I say that is because other offenses, I mean, we're going against Tom Brady. And what was the number one thing that they did to beat Tom Brady in all the Super Bowls? Keep him off of the field. So we need to keep other offenses off the field by maintaining long drives. So I do think that one of our draft picks that we will get is Henry Ruggs from Alabama. How about you feel? How do you feel, the guru?
0: <laughs> no, absolutely. I think Rugs would be a great addition to the team. However, I mean, let's just talk about free agents since you brought them up for a, a quick second, just so we can keep our fans up to speed. Because I guess some fan Panthers fans may not know that Teddy Bridgewater is our actually new starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. We traded Kyle Allen to the Redskins for a fifth round draft pick. Yes. Cam Noon, of course, was abruptly released. <clears throat> We'll we'll talk about that um, probably later in the podcast or maybe in another episode. Uh-huh. So our quarter starting quarterback, like you said, right now is actually Teddy Bridgewater, and I'll get your your feedback and we'll talk to the Panthers fans and see how they feel about Teddy as our, our starting quarterback. But the the unrefric- uh, unrestricted sorry I can't talk <clears throat> the unrestricted <laughs> free agents that we had as soon as the new league year began were Mario Addison, James Bradbury, Vernon Butler, Ross Cockrell, Javian Elliott, Chris Hogan. Wes Horton, Bruce Irvin, Kyle Love, Gerald McCoy, Stacey McGee, Greg Van Roten, and Daryl Williams. Out of that entire list, we know that we brought back just Trey Boston. Let's talk about some of the other signings real quick. Let's just run through them. Of course, we went ahead and brought back DeAndre White, um, the wide receiver. We also went ahead and added Teddy Bridgewater, uh, Stephen Weatherly, um, of course, we brought back Trey Boston, Justin Burris. Uh, mm-hmm. He joins us. There's a couple other players that I won't even um, go ahead into too much detail right now. But we we added a couple of guys at re- the receiver position. Tight end Seth DeValve, Keith Kirkwood, Pharaoh Cooper.
1: Yeah, I think... Uh, oh, the big name, Roby Anderson, of course. Roby Anderson, the Jets. yeah. yeah. Jets, I like him a lot. He reminds me... Oh, I don't want to say it, but he's a smaller guy. But if you look at the position he held down there in the New York Jets, he was like, there's Steve Smith. I'm not going to say he's Steve Smith, but he has that small guy, but that big player uh, uh potential. And I definitely think he's going to be a key player on our offense. But what I wanted to actually get to, I wanted to talk like about, do you feel that for once – in in our in our uh in the last almost let's say decade almost really we've had one of the best defenses agree
0: yes agreed yep i mean we had one of the best defenses since john beeson of course yeah john beeson everybody forgets about those times mike well, rucker mike rucker
1: so the crazy thing is our offense is looking stronger than our defense for one of the first times. And I think a lot of Panthers fans are uncomfortable with this. Now, you, if you look at, you know, the NFC South, I think that's the current trend. I mean, a lot of defenses are not strong defenses. I mean, look at the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, they had one of the best offenses in the league and, they couldn't win the game last year. So I think I'm nervous about that part. I do think um, that we do need to pick up some more free agents just on the defense side so we can get some veteran leadership. Um, with the veteran leadership, it, it can lead some of these rookies that we may pick up in the draft. Um, like, I think Devin McCourty, he's still out there. He's an experienced uh, safety. and Because that back end is going to get ate up if we don't get some more help either in the draft or in the free agency. So we need some leadership back there. I mean, I know we have Trey Boston, but you know, Trey, I think we need to Trey's going to be a leader. You know, Luke Kuechly isn't there, but we need we need more leaders to come in there. I mean, we should embrace the 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 change that's going on in uh in in, in the franchise before it's too late. You know, as fans, let's just embrace that yes, we're going through this change. Yes, it's tough. You know, but Hey, why you while you're home, just, you know, do your studies and kinda look into uh look into uh, you know, <clears throat> other other draftable players, other players that can add that value back to our defense because defense does
0: what? It does win championships. And championships. I'm Glad that you mentioned that we do need safety help because me and you were talking off record about Justin Burris being the starting safety across from Trey Boston. I mean, no disrespect to Mr. Burris. I understand that he's a hard worker, and of course, um from the former team that he was playing with and the, the things that his former teammates had said about him, you know, Justin Burris was a guy that really improved himself. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, with other additions, we have to hear whitehead. When you talk about leadership, we added to hear whitehead um, to the linebacking was, you know, to hear whitehead. He has a lot of um, even captain experience. So, you know, that he's a guy that brings a lot of leadership to the locker room. We signed um, the star of the XFL. Yeah, um, and P.J. Walker. Yeah, and that was Walker. a great pickup, too, I believe, for the Carolina Panthers. And here's
1: the here's thing that a lot of people may not know about P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker was actually a quarterback at Temple when, um, when Joe Brady was a coach there. So that's why they went ahead to go ahead and select him, because he's familiar already with Joe Brady's offense. So... You know, maybe in the draft, we might not need another quarterback because we already have a quarterback behind him. Now, the question is, I think all the Panthers fans want to know really is PJ Walker and Teddy Bridgewater going to have a competition.
0: I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there in 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 the air. You know? I mean, it is an interesting prospect, you know, the, the quarterback uh, battle that's going to be happening at the Panthers camp. Um, when you talked about adding potential free agents, um, according to Over the Cap, the Carolina Panthers presently have about $9 million in salary cap room. You know, there's some big names still out there, like you said, like <clears throat> Devin McCourty, also Jadavion Clowney. I wish he would take a hometown deal and come turn our uh, defensive line woes mm-hmm. <laughs> all the way around. By just simply adding him, and I say, well, was, I mean, we we led the league, and I mean, we had like a really top five defense in sacks, of course, last year. Um, however, the only thing that I was saying is that we lost a lot of players, like Gerald McCoy, Tari Poe. A lot of those guys are no longer on the defensive line. You know, Tari Poe, he kind of underperformed, yeah. So to speak, uh, Gerald McCoy did too. So
1: well, I think we're in that we're in that cliche moment where they always say you can't teach a dog. New tricks, old dog, new tricks, right? So what well, I think what, what the Panthers organization is actually gearing towards is not actually going out in the free agent and and banging to win a Super Bowl this year. I think they want to bring in an 8-8 eight and eight season, and that way they know what to fix. I mean, I say that because if we're losing a lot of veterans a lot of people that have been around here, they're not going to want to learn a new system. And only people that will love to be inside of a new system are young players who can, who can leave their mark. I mean, look at this. Teddy Bridgewater, you know, he was a quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings at first. Then he was injured. Then they moved on from him. And then he backed up Drew Brees. I mean, he backed up Drew Brees. I mean, Teddy, Teddy don't you think Teddy Bridgewater wants to, you know, has something to prove? You know, he has something, you know, that he wants to prove. And, you know, they kind of, in a way what happened to Cam Newton what's happening to Cam Newton happened to Teddy Bridgewater.
0: No, I, I agree that, you know, Teddy has a lot to prove. And I think some of the big That's advantages for Teddy is the fact that he has familiarity, like you said, with, um, um, so to speak with Joe Brady mm-hmm. and, and this new offense on the Panthers with well, the Panthers that are trying to run, this actually caters to Bridgewater's strengths, you know, running this type of offense with Joe Brady and, you know, like we had talked about earlier in, in the show, you had said that the Panthers needed a really good tight end. He needs a good safety net. I'm a big fan of Ian Thomas. I mean, he still has a lot of upside, in my opinion. He still has a lot to prove. But if we can bolster the offensive line, like we did with the Russell O'Koombe trade uh, with Trey Turner and mm-hmm. fans, tell us how you feel about uh, that trade by going to the Prow Report. Uh, Twitter.com slash the Prowl Report and follow us on Twitter. And tell us what you think about that Russell O'Koombe uh Trey Turner trade. And of course that trade was Russell Okung came to us and we just traded straight up uh Trey Turner straight to the Chargers. And Trey Turner, I guess people say that he has a more impressive resume, but Russell Okung does have a Super Bowl. Yes. So and veteran experience that he could bring to that blind side of Cam Newton. And I also I mean, to- <laughs> that's it, look at me. That's it, Cam Newton. I love I love Cam Newton. Um yeah. Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> Teddy
1: Bridgewater. Right, right, right. Well, I also think, um, you know, so everybody, you got that one thing in your house that is irreplaceable. That one thing that you polish, you look at every day, you just smile at, like, oh man, I don't want anything to happen to that. Well, that's kind of how I think of Christian McCaffrey. We have we're gonna we're gonna have to pay Christian McCaffrey they have, they're going to have to get a deal set. So with that that cap space as you said, that's going to get ate up by Christian McCaffrey. And what do I what do I think? We need to protect that thing in our house. We need the ADT. Christian McCaffrey. We need to go ahead and get uh, ourselves a backup court, a backup running back that can actually split some. That can you know take some of that workload off of Christian McCaffrey. I mean, I know we have Reggie Bonafoni, which did excellent last year, definitely at the Fan Fest and uh, all throughout training camp. I I think definitely he may be a solid option for us, but still, you know, I. View him and Christian McCaffrey, kind of like the same role. We need a bruiser running back. I feel we need one of those heavy guys that can that can take some of that you know that can wear that defense down with Christian McCaffrey because you know now that we have all these. I mean, we got we got uh who do we get, who do we pick up? We picked up Keith Kirkwood from the New Orleans Saints, uh Robbie Anderson, uh Seth Roberts. We got all these a lot of these smaller players that are gonna be. What we, what we should say like slot receivers, really shifty guys like Christian McCaffrey. So will we be running Christian McCaffrey three hundred times, or will we run him two hundred and you know fifteen times and give eighty five carries to a Bruiser running back to get us, you know, to to give his body a break because we need to. He's gonna be the face of the franchise of that offense, you know, for for, you know, for a long time. But we need to AD and T it.
0: No, absolutely. I think locking up Christian McCaffrey and, of course, the Panthers reported earlier in this week, excuse me, the Panthers reported earlier in this week that they are actually having internal talks with Christian McCaffrey on a brand new contract. Another thing I was going to say about the running back position is that we do have Jordan Scarlett out of Florida, who we never really got to see uh, what he can do. He presents that whole bruising type of element that that you kind of speak about. So I think it would probably be good to evaluate Jordan Scarlett. Um, more so if we have a training camp and of course we, we we're wishing you guys all the best out there with the whole covid 19 coronavirus crisis that uh we're going through right now make mm. sure that you guys are staying safe um following right. all the procedures from the cdc and we wish you guys the best definitely and definitely safety now, now this is gonna be a,
1: i know I, I i'm a i'm kind of like off of the uh the script but this covid 19 thing is is crazy uh we re- we released well we didn't well yeah we released Cam Newton and now we're potentially not gonna have a 2020 season almost. if we're not gonna have a 2020 season and we release Cam Newton and he has a whole another year to get healthy I mean a whole other season to get healthy would this would we look back on this as a mistake? Could potentially be, yeah. It could potentially <laughs> you be. You know what I mean? It could it's, potentially it's be that. It's pretty interesting, man. It's pretty interesting. Like, like we did this move so we can gather more wins, and now to the fact that, you know. That's, that's amazing, but yeah, let's just move on from that. I just I just had that on my mind. I wanted to. No, share. it's a, it's an interesting aside, <laughs> and, I, and I like that. Yeah. You
0: know, and Cam Newton also this was reported earlier in the week as well um, by Panthers Wire that Cam Newton actually will not be um, looking to sign with a new team until after the draft, and mm. you know he was just on Instagram Live with Chris Paul, mm. and you know Cam Newton was very candid. And how he feels about everything right now, where he's at mentally. So I encourage you guys to go check out that, that IG, um, IG Live um little interview that he did with Chris Paul, because it's very interesting to see what Cam Newton himself is thinking during this time. But he will not be signing with a new team according to uh the Panthers wire but, until after the the NFL draft.
1: Yes. And I'll I will say this on top of everything. Uh you know, we got Teddy Bridgewater, he's a He's a great accurate quarterback and he's 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 a reliable quarterback now we he's coming into a system a offense that is doing great numbers and all we were missing it last year was a quarterback and now we got us a, a solid quarterback I mean we love Cam Newton he has a lot of energy but I don't think that Cam Newton was as accurate as Teddy Bridgewater was but one thing Cam Newton was, was a game winner. He can, you can give him the ball in the last two minutes and he'll pull it off. I mean, how many times has he beat Tom Brady? You know, even by like, you know, when necessarily when we only had Philly Brown and Tag in as our receivers and Jericho Cottry, he pulled pull that off. Now it's time for, you know, it's going to be a time for Teddy Bridgewater Rid- to pull that off. And that will tell if this was the right decision in the end um of, uh, in the end of, uh, you know, where the game that he plays. Or, but he's going to have two games against Tom Brady, two games against Drew Brees,
0: two games against Matt Ryan. It's going to be interesting to see how Teddy responds to that type of, you know, challenge, you know, because the NFC South is looking like one of the most talented divisions in football.
1: I mean, we're... we're, we're I mean, honestly... We 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 will do well. We'll do good. I I think we'll split with each team. Um, but I do think that we're it's a good thing that we're building for the future. I mean, think about it. Tom Brady, he's going on his last leg. Um, I don't think Matt Ryan will stay in Atlanta if after this year if it doesn't if it's not a winning season. And Drew Brees is in this last year. Uh, there's a report that Sean Payton accidentally leaked it that this would be his last year in the league. So if we're building towards the future and we're going young and we're and we're and we're talented getting talented uh players we could really uh, create ourselves a dynasty you know i know it's a lot of what they say you know uh, a rainforest it'll burn down but when it grows back it'll grow back stronger and greener so
0: i love that analogy and on that we'll go ahead and segue we've already Touched on free agency. We've already talked about um, draft needs for the Panthers and different. um. We'll get into that even more in our mock draft coming on our next episode. We actually will not have it on this episode. We'll go into more depth about that on our next episode and actually do a full seven round mock draft report on the Prowl Mock Draft 1.0. And that'll be on our next episode, of course. However, we're going to go ahead and segue now and talk about... um. Two Carolina, Panthers fan, uh, two Carolina Panthers players that actually were named to the NFL's All-Decade team. And those two players, of course, being Luke Kuechly and Julius Peppers. So on Monday afternoon, the NFL announced his all Decades team. Mm-hmm. It included Luke Kuechly, Julius Peppers. <clears throat> and, you know, Peppers had a storied career yes. with the Carolina Panthers. Yes. Not just one stint, but two stints. Yes. You know? He was with the Panthers team that reached the Super Bowl in 2003. He finished his career with 719 tackles, 175 tackles for loss, and a whopping 159 and a half sacks. And he's also been a nine-time Pro Bowler and a three-time All-Pro. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Easily Hall of
1: Famer. Easily. Easily. Definitely. I mean...
0: What are your feelings on Pep?
1: (laughs) My feelings on Peppers, man... How? What can I go back? I mean, I remember being in third grade and watching our first Super Bowl, and my favorite player being uh, you know, Julius Peppers and, and Steve Smith. Why Steve Smith? Because he was the little guy, and I was the little guy. You know, I'm the youngest of four. and I looked up to him when I played Madden and and when I watched sports and that was my mentality when I played football. Julius Peppers, that was my mentality, you know. He he's not too loud of a guy, but when he goes out there, he's always going to be producing. And that's what you got that's what you got. I mean, Julius Peppers, he moved around the league because people know that he produced and he was playing up to a like a late age, you know, for his first for his position. And every, I guarantee you, every defensive end Jadavian Clowney. um the Seattle guys they all looked up to Julius Peppers that end position i mean he was like that Reggie white of a uh, you know of our era and and he's definitely deserving of that um Luke Keekley i mean wow like i mean when i didn't understand bringing Luke Keekley in at first i mean at that time who do we have we had John Beeson.
0: we had John Beeson. he John, was excellent
1: i mean yeah i mean John, he was the Luke, number one linebacker
0: pre, in the league. Pre-Luke Keekly, you know, he was putting up... Actually, he wasn't putting up Luke Keekly numbers, but he was yeah. putting up yeah. number one middle linebacker numbers. Like and we were talking about, could this be the next Ray Lewis and John Beeson? And Patrick Willis, he was right next to them. And, and, and those two were, like, were dominating. We are just like, what? What? I do
1: not understand this. And then he outperformed John Beeson. I mean, it was just amazing, you know, watching Luke keekley I mean, the way he would read defenses and 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 know the play before you know the play i mean he was he was the leader i mean with that with the with leader like that you you couldn't help but you know you feel sorry for him at, at times when you get you know, those concussions that you just can't get away from. I mean, I've seen on the field him wearing multiple different type of technologies trying to, uh, you know, uh, stay there for us. Unfortunately, like, he decided that the health problem was better for him. And anybody that says he's a quitter must never had a concussion before. I mean...
0: This it must not know Luke Keekley as a person because that, he's yeah. definitely not a quitter. He's and, not. And, you know, choosing your health is not a weak move. It's an amazing decision to make and one that you make for your family's sake and, of course, for yourself, you know. Luke Kuechly spent eight seasons in the league all with the Carolina Panthers. Mm -hmm. He was a seven-time Pro Bowl and a five-time All-Pro. Not to mention Defensive Rookie of the Year and Defensive Player of the Year. He came into the league the Mm -hmm. best linebacker and left the best middle linebacker in the game with an exception to um, Bobby Wagner. People argue that and we'll argue that on another day. But to retire at the tender age of 28, Mm -hmm. Luke nice. Keekly left it all on the field.
1: I wish I could retire at 28.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like you said, his football IQ was through the roof. Yes, He knew where the play was going before that you can even make it. Um, he finished his career, of course, with 1,000, 92 tackles, 75 tackles for loss, 12 and a half sacks, 18 I, interceptions, I 7 forced I think, fumbles. I think
1: our listeners want to know, how do you feel about uh, Julius Peppers?
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. I think, um, yeah. like you said, growing up as a, as a 90s baby, uh mm-hmm. Julius Peppers is the jersey I saw any Carolina Panthers fan wearing. It was always right. that big 90. I'm not going to lie the first jersey I ever really wanted as a Carolina Panthers fan was either a Jake DeLonge jersey mm-hmm. or a Julius Peppers jersey and I think the Julius Peppers jersey would have stood the stood the test of time mm-hmm. uh more than that Jake DeLonge jersey.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, I, dang, that's another thing, you know. Uh man, wow. Jake DeLonge you think about all oh, he he's accomplished, but did Jake DeHome ever win an MVP? He never has, yeah, never has. Cam Newton won an MVP <laughs> and <laughs> took us to the Super Bowl and almost an undefeated league season. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm the, I'm a big Cam Newton fan, just like we all are. So I'm just you know, it always breaks my heart when uh when we see our veterans go in and, and that's those type of ways uh when, when you know I mean I think. Everybody knew it was gonna happen, but I feel like our, like you know, our hopes were up. Um, you know, but hey, we'll we'll put our trust into our organization, and you know, we're day one fans here. We can't, you know, if something doesn't go our way, we don't quit. You know, we keep pounding. So let's just keep pounding towards these Super Bowl rings for sure, for sure. Um, and of
0: course, here on the Prow Report, we like to go ahead and say that we actually are the heartbeat of the Parenthas Nation that <coughs> keeps pounding. Woo-hoo! So, you know, we we really Hey, Rick appreciate Flair, that. He's a statement. Char- Rick Flair,
1: Charlotte, Charlotte native. Woo! Rick yeah. Flair yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. We're 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 out we're here, man. And i you know what one thing about Julius Peppers, I would say um, as a as a native Carolinian, uh he he was a stellar basketball player as well. Yeah,
0: he was. Yeah. People so. forget that about him. People forget that.
1: And and what a freak athlete. I mean, I think he was the julius peppers was like cam newton for the defense you know he was just this freak athlete that no one ever seen before when he was drafted and he just came in and just dominated and i'm just like i'm so happy that he got a chance to walk off the field on his own terms Mm -hmm. and you know other guys you know that weren't able to get the chance to do that you know i feel sorry for them but you know he, he walked out on his own terms and 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 one and still one of the top producing players. I mean he only had, he was only playing you know a certain amount of snaps, but when he was on the field, he was still effective. It's it's amazing, uh, it's amazing. And Luke Keekly, uh there were were about uh him coming onto our coaching staff, so we can you know pray that we that he can lead that IQ of that middle linebacker and that and there and uh and start leading these guys, man, and keeping these guys professional. I mean, we need that mentality, you know, that, that Sam Mills mentality around, that keep-hounding mentality around, no matter what we go through or no matter what roster changing. See, if you came in a Panther or you spent your successful time as a Panther, you will forever be a Panther. Forever be a Panther.
0: Absolutely. Amen, right? Amen. <laughs> Amen. And Amen. And we wish Luke Kuechly and... um Julius Peppers, the absolute best. And thank you so much for what you guys have done as Panthers. And congratulations once again for this NFL honor.
1: Okay, yes. Uh, I think that'll be all for this episode.
0: I wish I could say it was, but we'll wrap up on this note. The Panthers (laughs) have actually acquired a new practice facility in the Rock Hill area of South Carolina. And they bought that land for more than $16 million, according to the Associated Press. So it's about two hundred and forty acres near Interstate seventy seven in Rock Hill, and mm-hmm. I mean that's pretty much the this is an interesting bit of news that I wanted to share. Oh yeah, that's, that is very show. interesting. I
1: didn't know anything about that. I'm so glad that we did wrap it up right there. Wow! Yeah. Wow. And so a new practice
0: facilities coming this, for the Carolina Panthers. And this is that's
1: good, you know, because if we if we're investing into our players, you know, our players. we'll we'll love to stay more and then at the same time our fans have places that they can visit um you don't have to if you're in north carolina or south carolina you know you don't have to drive all the way to charlotte all the time you can go watch training camp you can have these experiences be more experiences you know more experiences that's definitely key um I think I think that's all I have to say.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And we thank you guys so much for joining us here on the Prow Report. Stay tuned for our next episode because we're yes. gonna do a big mock draft. Big mock draft. Full, full, full seven round draft, and we're gonna go in depth about the players that we think that the Panthers should add. And, you know, Malcolm said that he'll probably go into some potential free agents that he thinks that we should pick up. And follow us on Twitter, of course, at the Prowl Report.
1: At the proud
0: report and of course our show is brought to you by gambix if you need a website if you need a mobile app if you need any logos flyers or anything of graphic design nature or even some consulting then reach out to gambix at www.gambixit.com and gambix is spelled g-a-m-b-i-x Thank you, guys. It's the Panther Guru signing off. Thank you. This is your co-host, Malcolm. Everybody stay safe.
1: And blessings to all the families dealing with this COVID. Um, I know it's a hard time, but just make sure that everyone around you is okay. And, you know, they have all the bare essentials that they need. And stop taking up all the toilet paper.
0: (laughs) Okay, guys. We're out.